Today we have with us Aditya Gulati, or as his friends call him, Mr. Professor. A fifth-year student of IIT Bangalore, he has a stellar academic record and his knowledge spans to various domains. He's a factoid and is very fond of the work that he's doing. His understanding and application of concepts is most definitely mind-boggling, and he's definitely one of the brightest seniors that we know of. A Dart Scholarship winner and a visiting scholar at Carnegie Mellon University, he's currently pursuing his interest in the field of brain-inspired AI. Nikhil and I had the most interesting conversation with him about the various aspects of college life. We hope you have a fun time listening to it and get to take away something very valuable, just the way we did from this podcast. Hello, what's up? How are you guys? Hello, hello, hello. Hi. Hey, I cannot see. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Okay, great. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, how are you guys doing? We are doing well, Bhaiya. Right. Oh, doing good. Okay. So, we are starting, right? We are just starting, right? Yeah, we are starting now. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay, I, I have an opening line, so I have to just... Let mm-hmm. it out. It's pretty. It's actually pretty interesting. We have Aditya Guladi at our podcast. Hashing good people. Hello, Bhaiya. Hi. How are you guys? We are, we are fine. Great. We are great. How How has your weekend been? Oh, weekend's been busy. <laughs> Every weekend is busy. <laughs> life of triple IDB. Yeah, life of triple IDB. Life everywhere. Actually, everything's busy all the time. So I'm interning with the lab at uh, Carnegie Mellon right now. So oh, I'm okay, working okay. there and essentially finishing up my master's thesis there. Uh, so that's what I'm doing right now. Okay. And uh, essentially applying for grad schools. So yeah, that's taking up a lot of time. Oh my God. Okay. okay. That's, that's a lot of things going on. I have this one question which I have to ask you. Yeah. Like the first thing I saw is CMU. And how does it feel to be, you know, how does it feel to be a part yeah. of the CMU journey? You know? it's yeah, quite... I don't know. It, 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 um, it still doesn't feel like it because I've never been there. So it, uh-huh. it's like it could have been anything, I guess. But yeah. uh, the people there are amazing. And it's, um, yeah, I sort of still pinch myself and wonder, you know, have I, am I really there? <laughs> it, 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 it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's good work I'm doing there. Um, at least I enjoy it. So it's awesome. Okay, okay. So, so do you have a routine kind of thing right now? Or is it mm-hmm. just no. Right now? no, no, it, no. It, it really floats around. So there are days where I sleep at 6 a.m. There are days where I get up at 6 a.m. <laughs> uh, so it, it's pretty messed up. I'm, I'm pretty flexible that way. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. So, yeah, so other than this, uh, it's the uh, end of your college life, right? So... There are a lot of experience and a lot of, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. It's a yeah. very emotional time for you. Yeah. So at, at this end of the college, right, what are you are thinking? Like, what's the next thing and what's the next thing for you that should um, happen? Well, um, I guess it's um, right now, it's just dealing with a lot of uncertainty because I don't know um, where I'm going to go after this because it depends on where I get an admit from. Um, it depends on where I apply. Um, which I need to get going with as well. But um, yeah, it's it's mostly, I don't know, I guess what I'm trying to do right now is make sure I'm at least using my last year in college or whatever in college means right yeah, now. Yeah, but, yeah it, it's pretty messed <laughs> yes, up. I yes. didn't really think my fifth year is going to be like this. It, it was supposed to be a nice time. I don't have any courses. We're chilling around all the time. Uh, and now we're all stuck at home. So, <laughs> Yeah, I've heard a, a large number of, you know, 
Mm-hmm. Like you guys work throughout the four years continuously, and then you guys take a like yeah. fifth year being the chill year where you guys yeah yeah there are no courses to take. You can you know you can be as flexible as you want. So yeah, the fifth year it it's also like the sort of last year where all of you are actually there together. Like you build relationships, and you always tell yourself you know we'll always stay in touch after this as well. But it it's never really the same as actually being there. Yeah, and um, yeah, so it would have been pretty nice to be there, but at least you know we're alive, so <laughs> that's a big bonus. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So how has your college experience been till now? Like um okay, um it's been good. Um I mean there's always like good stuff, bad stuff. It's it's been pretty hectic. I mean honestly, you know people say it just rushed by, you don't feel. But it actually I still it it feels like it just started yesterday. I mean yesterday was my first year I was shitting my pants and like shit triple idea. I mean there are all these smart people here what am I going to do? <laughs> um I honestly remember um so when I um when i joined um they had this entire brochure and they said if you get 3 f's from chucky out of college and i was like shit i don't i don't i don't want to fail what happens if i flunk a course i mean all these people are geniuses and then what happens to me there so it 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 started off with that and it still feels like that okay. happened yesterday <laughs> and you know it's four years just gone by you don't even realize when they're done it's yeah it was pretty good cool. So yes. would you say that you know yeah. usually we have this idea right like mm-hmm. when we are in 11th to 12 that college is going to be so and so like yeah. from what we hear so would you say that it's more than that or is it something you know or have it has it gone in a completely different direction anything like um that? i guess um, the best way to answer that would be that your what you expect from college changes so what you expected when you joined is something completely different and then what you expect um maybe after your first month that changes is now after you're there for a year what you think college is and what you expect to get out of it that changes over time um so yeah um you i guess your expectations sort of start meeting where you're actually going mm-hmm. um, okay. but yeah i guess um in terms of what you expect it to be um the first thing that sort of comes to your mind is you have a little more freedom um and you have a little more time to yourself um you know there's not this threat hanging over your head that you know you need to get a good jee score you need to do this properly and if you don't do that you're going to go nowhere so <laughs> you, you get a little more time to explore things you actually like i i was so glad to get done with chemistry uh, honestly i think it's <laughs> oh, a yes, ridiculous yes. subject <laughs> i mean respect to those guys who actually do it who actually like it but i absolutely hated it i was happy to get done with that never look at it again and then first semester i see the list of courses we have chemistry again is like ah it's just one more semester and then you're done so yes. yeah so yeah. yeah but but i like triple it in that sense um you get quite a bit of freedom in that to sort of look at things and check things out so maybe in your first two years you have a list of courses that are very well defined which you have to take up uh, but those are again mm-hmm. really cool i mean um i mean if you like computer science and you know, if you like electronics and if that's what you're doing I mean I I thought the courses were good um and uh, then from your third year you start diversifying exploring and that w- that was amazing um you start you sort of start working on what you like what you don't like I think you guys are going to struggle a little more the college became a little stricter with you guys in terms of the electives you can take because a few of us became um okay. rather free with the sort of electives we took um so we took um according to the college we took too many um sort of AI electives and less of theoretical computer science so they've sort of now have a restriction on how many of those you need to take so they've increased that so essentially uh, what i'm trying to say is the sort of electives i took i won't be allowed to take them again if i need to sit in <laughs> your batch uh, or do it oh, the way you're doing it so okay. so yeah you guys are in for a little something there but it it's still cool 
it's still going to be interesting. It, it's fun. Yeah. And it, it's more than just the courses you do, right? It's, it's also about the people you're with and the other stuff you guys do. All these, um, all these sort of activities that you have, um, the, the clubs you're a part of, the events you organize and manage. I think both of you did the TEDx stuff as well, right? So, you, I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, it's, yeah. it's pretty nice. It's like a, it's like a complete, it, it's something, I don't know. I don't think you can actually ever imagine what it's exactly going to be like. It, it, it's always something distant, but you know, it's going to be amazing. So it's cool. Yeah, it was nice. Okay, okay. So, so as you said, like college helps us to explore a lot of different domains. And mm-hmm. I know particularly that you have an interest in brain type of ML, AI stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's yeah, so, a pretty cool thing, right? So the thing with college is that even if what you're doing isn't exactly in line with, say, something that's available in college, they're, they're pretty cool with letting you, you know, go out and explore. So what it sort of started off with is after my second year, I started working on computer vision problems um, mm-hmm. and just started looking at it over there. And then another idea I sort of wanted to look at is, you know what? Our mind is like freaking amazing. Uh, it it does these cool things. It processes so much information, and it's act- so the amount of visual information you're actually taking in at any second is huge. And not just visual. I mean, you have all this sensory information coming in, and yes. I mean, if you just think about it, the amount of data you pull in, and the fact that you're actually able to make a choice and actually, you know, being able to sensibly operate without completely collapsing. Your brain is able to do all of that and, you know, be creative, think of cool things, come up with ideas that don't exist. I mean, it just make new stuff. It's, it's amazing. Everything, it, the, all the things we can do. I mean, adding two numbers, yeah, computers can do that too, but our brains are amazing. So, so the thing I sort of want to look at then is, you know, why don't we try understanding what our brain does a little more? Maybe that's going to give us a little more insights into how do we build nicer systems. Uh, take that stuff in. So, um, so that's what I did in my third year um, at a lab in Germany. So I applied there and I got a scholarship. Luckily, so that saved me about three lakhs. And <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it, it also actually became a pretty nice holiday then. So it's like an, in on, in the weekdays I'm working, weekends um, I I pretty much roamed around Germany. So that was cool. Oh, that's awesome! Like wow, yeah, and, yeah that, that was fun. Yeah, but then coming back to what I was saying um, with um, with the thing. So there, uh, that lab sort of looked at um, studying how the brain works um, and in particular, just the visual cortex. So how do we process visual information as well? Uh, but then, so while I worked there for about three months, um, another thing that sort of started uh, bugging me is that, you know, maybe it's not just the brain that makes sense. It's not just the physical neural connections that are there. There's something more going on. Um, so maybe if you map the entire thing out, you'll still get something out of it. But there's something at a higher level which helps us do things. I mean, how are we able to make decisions? How are we able to function as a society? So those are the sort of things which maybe are looking at it more from a psychology, sociology sort of perspective, because that's another way you can look at the brain. I mean, it's a little more than just the connections that it's made of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's when I sort of said, okay, maybe that's going to be a little more interesting than this. Uh, so that's when I started... Um, looking for other labs and i found um, this lab at cmu and uh, so they do this stuff um, it's called the dynamic decision making lab you can look it up i'm on their web page uh, and uh, so uh, so it, it's pretty cool so what we look at is um, how do you actually make decisions in environments that are changing all the time so and so how do we actually learn and we make models of 
human learning and how you know humans actually go about doing all these amazing things so that's essentially what i'm doing right now and i could bore you with the details of my master's thesis as well but i i, I doubt that i think that'll just become a little too much no so i had a doubt so brain inspired ai is it like moving towards general ai like what is the idea oh okay um interesting question there um so the thing is general ai is you know your dream goal that's what you want something mm-hmm. that's able to uh, think and work exactly like us and it's able to make our lives much easier so um mm-hmm. brain inspired computing i wouldn't say it's the way to go there i don't think uh, we don't really know I, i don't think anyone really has a very good idea of what it's going to take to get there at this point um and that's definitely a different area that's lending insights that other areas just can't uh but the thing is just that alone again isn't going to help you progress i mean you need computational efficiency and you need stuff like that to come up as well like a pretty interesting example of why these two things need to come together um, i mean just looking at in terms of computational power so you look at google and it's running all these servers and stuff right um yeah and now all these servers they draw up so much power um that google actually needs to put their plants up right next to electrical uh generation plants just so that they can suck up enough power to actually do all these little things that you do our brain uh, runs on a few watts of energy that's it uh-huh and it's it's yeah. amazing so i mean that that's one thing which people are like how <laughs> how do you actually get something running with such little energy and it's doing so much work i mean it it's impossible to imagine so um so there there are definitely things which um where looking at the brain is going to help you uh there are things which um sociologists or psychologists study um that's going to help you figure stuff out and there's definitely this sort of um computer science thing where you're actually working on better and better algorithms to do stuff mm-hmm. that's yeah. going to help you out too so with the computer science stuff what i think is going to happen is you're going to get um more results that are actually usable much sooner so um in in the sense that if i come up with a fast algorithm uh which is able to look at a lot more data and understand it better you're going to have something in front of you as a product that you can use much more easily so that's what say youtube recommendations are or something mm-hmm. that's purely computational mm-hmm. it doesn't depend on these two ideas of looking at how the brain works i mean they don't give a shit about that uh but the thing is if you want to move towards your sort of general ai you need insights from multiple areas from different mm-hmm. perspectives of looking at it so there's no one thing that's going to get you there i mean it's going to eventually be all these things sort of coming together and then you sort of figure it out yeah yeah and again over there you need to be a little careful about how you do it um so again you don't want something that's going to completely out you know be better than you you don't want something superior to you completely because if it's better than you at every little thing what are you there for exactly so that that's another thing you want to build into it you want to make sure it's safe and so that is a little further down the line i mean right now our computers can't do jack so so it it's it there's no problem but uh yeah that is something that you know you need to watch out for okay yeah, yeah now so. that we're at the topic of you know the academic mm-hmm. interest one thing uh-huh. i'd like to point out is yeah beautiful cgpa which have built up uh huh Okay, over the course of four years, the first yeah. time. Yeah. Now, first question: mm-hmm. Was that something you always planned to do? Like you want a really high CG, or was it like a byproduct of you know you were just exploring your interest and you have interest in the subject, mm-hmm. so the knowledge? Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, so, like I said, uh, first year I was scared shitless when I joined, and I'm like, oh, shit, I need to get my grades. And then you realize, you know, you put the work in, you you pretty much get your grades. It's it's that simple. So my first year, I don't think I did um, explore my areas too much. It was just, you know, shit, I don't want to lose out. And then it's like, and then you realize that you know what, grades are gonna come up. And what you need to do is make time to do stuff you actually like um, in terms of exploring things you like uh, and taking part in um, other different events and stuff. So that, that's that's what started from my second year onwards. So you'll see there's like a slight dip in my grades from there, mm-hmm. but it's okay. I mean, I don't mind it. So it, it's about finding the right balance between the two. So grades, I guess, um, typically I see them as a byproduct of the amount of work you put in the course. So if you like okay. the, if I like the course, if I really enjoy it, I, you just sort of go in class, you listen, you understand. I mean, I, I love um, some classes, some professors. Um, and it, it's pretty much that. I just go sit in their classes if I like it, maybe do a little work to make sure I don't flunk out the exam. And then you, your grades come out of that. Uh, if there are courses I don't like that much and I don't pay that much attention in them and I don't do the assignments, well, my grade drops slightly. And then it's like, it's fine because I need to make time to look at other mm. interesting stuff too. So it, it's about finding the right balance. And I think what sort of helped is that um, with me is, you know, in my first year, I built up this nice sort of backlog, which I can sort of eat out of a little every year. So, it didn't, so I, I, my GPA went down a little in my third, fourth semester. It's like, it's okay. I have the thing from the first two semesters. It's going to balance it out. So it's, it's yes. not an issue. So, but so, so, um, I mean, just uh, coming back to this thing about GPA, if you look at uh, people in our batch, all right. Mm-hmm. So the top five, six GPAs, um, they're within mm-hmm. a span of 0.05. So the yeah. difference between each person over there is 0.01 in grade, in, in your grade point. And um, I don't think that really counts for a lot. I mean, that's what I keep telling myself because I'm right at the back of that list. But, <laughs> it, no, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. You guys, I believe, you know, as far as I've heard from all our seniors and such, mm-hmm. you guys have a batch which actually, you know, outperforms a large number of batches which you have had in our college. Yeah, um, so no offense to my seniors, but our batch is much better than theirs on every <laughs> measurable aspect. Um, but I mean, there's no doubt about it. Our batch is better than um, our senior batch for sure. But um, like I said, uh, grades are just um, just one part of this entire mm-hmm. large thing you're doing. Um, so it's important to have them because that's something that's very easy for people to see. They see that, oh, you have a good grade. Hmm, must mean you can do something right and that's it. But um, that there's much, much more to it um, in terms of like the things you do, the things you explore, the people you work with, the kind of work you do, how easy you are to work with, um, how you get along with people um, and how much you actually enjoy what you're doing. I think that's like one of the biggest, most important things. It's like if there's someone who doesn't even like what they're doing, it's going to be a real pain to get them to do that. But if there's someone who likes it, I mean, it's still work that they need to do, but it's it's at least worth something. So yeah, but grades, I feel are a measure of only one small part of it. Uh, there yeah. are people I know uh, who have like an amazing grade point and I feel like um, I don't know how much they know. Um, I'm not picking on any names here, but it's, 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 I mean, that is something you do wonder. And there are guys I've seen, you know, um, who, who, you know, just say, I don't give a shit about my grade, but they are amazing people to work with. So it's just coming back to the thing that your grade represents a very small part of what you're able to do. You put in the work into it, you get it. You don't put in the work, you don't get it. It's it's pretty, it's that simple. Yeah. yeah. 
So, so, so being the part of a college, so what, mm-hmm. what are other events which you like about Triple IDV? Well, um, you know, um, people keep complaining the campus is small, but I like it because that means if I get up late, I can still get to class on time. I don't need to run very far to get there. Um, but it, it's still a pretty nice uh, little tight-knit community, right? Uh, where pretty much yeah. everyone knows everyone else. Um, you get along. And um, yeah, so, and also I what I like is that it's super student-centric. It's like the college doesn't organize shit. Mm-hmm. They're like, you know, you want your call, you you want stuff to happen, you do it yourself. Um, so I remember in our first year, so the orientation we had, the director um, told us this, you know what, It's this is the student's um, college. You want something to happen, you do it. You don't want anything to happen, you don't. And so I guess um, that really, um, I guess another thing that happened with our badge is that a lot of this stuff started. And mm-hmm. uh, I think a key reason that happened is because we had a larger badge. So... With the MTechs, it's harder for them to do it because they're just here for two years. Mm-hmm. And out of which, uh, one semester, they're anyways going to be interning somewhere. So they aren't here for very long. And with the IM techs, um, you, they, they're here for five years. But the thing is, we had like a batch of 110 people. And our batch, the batches before us had just 60 guys, uh, 60 people in total. So we had more people who, you know, who were like free to do stuff. And so there was a lot of movement that started. So I think um, the robotics club started with our batch. Um, Zens was sort of dying down, uh, but so it was already there, but it wasn't, um, it was sort of uh, falling out. And then people from our batch sort of came in and that picked up. I guess the dance club started with our batch. Um, this started, uh, I guess the theater arts club, that wasn't completely run by people from our batch, but with people from our batch, you had enough people to actually, be a part of it and get something happening. So it's it's a lot of that sort of movement that started as well. And um, at, yeah, TEDx. TEDx was one of the biggest things yeah. that started. Um, so um, so that was so it was pretty cool. So I guess um, you you what you really need are people who are ready to, you know, give some time up and say you know let's take this. And I think with TEDx that was one of the bigger things. We need to have two people who are just like you know we're going to take care of the entire thing. So Tejas and Shreya sort of said you know we'll get a license, we'll start it off and. So guys, I think TEDx was mainly started by those two. And there were a lot of people who took it up from there. Um, but yeah, that, that's what it is, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's the people who get together and do amazing stuff. And then um, Infinite was there. Infinite started off. We had Spondan here. And then, um, yeah, we have, we have enough space to do what we want. <laughs> so cool. it, I, I, I pretty much, I like it. <laughs> I like it here. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Get over the fact that other colleges have much more space, but that's considering that they have much more branches also. Yeah, they have more branches and they have more space. I mean, there's no doubt that places like IITs and NITs have more space. They can do more stuff. But I mean, it's it's also about what you do with, with where you are. So I don't see it as, um, you know, a really big issue that we don't have too much space. We've always figured ways around that. Um, it, it, it's something you'll get over. Uh, <laughs> and honestly, um, yeah, the best part about having a campus this small is that I can run to class on time and I'll still be there on time. Yeah, that's, that's always the best part. Yeah, it's it's true. Um, so you, you're getting great. There's a line in the mess. You just fill up your coffee mug, run to class, and then you just sit there. It's fine. You don't need to cycle half a kilometer. And like, oh, <laughs> I don't even want that. Keep your big campuses. It's okay. Uh, did you say something because I missed it then? Because I can hear you now. Yeah, so you okay. you you used to play basketball, right, for the college? 
Oh, no, so I never played for college. Um, I just weaseled my way into the college team uh, for Spandan. So the guys who play on the college team, so a lot of them were from my batch. So I, I used to play with them. So I was just sitting there uh, with them. So I played like half a game for one Spandan and those guys did the rest of the stuff. So I have a nice gold medal. I can show you, you know what I play. Basketball, I won it in Spandan and shit. But uh, it was mostly them. Uh, I I did a bit. I played half of I played half a game in the semi-finals, so that that counts for something. I mean, maybe not a gold medal, but it does. Uh, so yeah, I did play basketball as well, and I think that that started after my third year. Uh, so we used to play uh, football uh, initially. I guess after my first year, second year, after my first year, that's when we got the ground back. Um, and then the thing is. Um, um so i used to play basketball a little before that but more than anything else these guys used to play football at night at 1 or 2 and then you're all sweaty and then you need to take a shower and then the water is so fucking cold at at 2 at night it's like no it's not worth it you may be able to try basketball out and basketball is fun too because everyone plays in the evening over there because the court's lights don't work at night so <laughs> so yeah so that's how i sort of started playing basketball as well then Yeah, I'd, I'd say I'm pretty decent, but there are lots of people who would um, fight me again, fight for that, fight and say, you know, I I pretty much suck balls when it comes to playing basketball. Okay, yeah. that's great. So yeah, uh, one thing which I sort of noticed that you know you mentioned mm-hmm. a lot of you know how people work together, how important it is for people to you know collaborate mm-hmm. and yeah, healthy relationships. So how important is human interaction and relationships in your life? Like, you go behind making like you know you want to interact with more amount of people or yeah and with it perhaps mm-hmm. yeah no so um people um are important i mean and i think that's uh, that's essential to getting together and you know getting stuff done and that's also sort of what i'm studying right now um in terms of what sort of interactions are essential for uh greater team work and um so that's that's something that's uh, sort of i guess off topic but i was just trying to bring the pieces back in you know mm-hmm. stuff uh but uh yeah so it it's important to get to know people um it's important to i guess even if you don't maybe like someone or you think you know these guys are weird it's important to give people a chance to uh, you know you talk to them you get to know them and once you get to know them it's up to you um so the thing is uh, you got like i said you're going to be here for 5 years Mm-hmm. Uh, you better make nice with everyone uh, yeah. who's around uh, because that, that's going to help you i mean it doesn't hurt um, so some people can be total douches uh, so <laughs> you just sort of keep them on the side but it's cool um, yeah so um, i do go around maybe i guess look that's interesting because um, the thing is i don't like talking to people a lot <laughs> um, so um, okay okay uh, uh, it's um, i guess i'm more of an introvert and in i don't like you know if i see a group of people it's not like i go there and say hi how are you doing what up i don't do shit like that so i i pretty much just stay away um but the thing is you, you start off with so the way it's gone for me at least it's like you start off you know a couple of people and they know people and then you just start to start talking to them and then you talk to more people around that it's um you know it's just more about being nice to everyone everyone likes you and then everyone's going to be fine five years uh, once we're done with our college life i doubt half these people are going to remember who i was <laughs> Uh, we're never okay. going to meet again. It's going to be like you know, you say, "Hmm, this guy, uh, heard of him? Maybe he was there in my batch." Uh, that's pretty much how it's going to go, um, and I'm completely okay with that. So essentially, I guess they're going to be like two, three people. Maybe I'll end up talking to after 
um, colleges. I mean, you think um, that you know you're going to stay together, stick tight, and um, so that I guess sort of um, happened with school as well. So then the thing is, you you sort of when you're there, when you're in that time, you think that you know what? Without these guys, I don't know how life is going to go. It's it, it's like because for the last twelve years, that those are the only people you've been with. And then once you're thrown out of there and everyone's in a different place, you sort of say, we'll stay in touch. It's all going to be fine. And then, you know, maybe um, it sort of starts dropping off. And then essentially you meet once a year. And then if that doesn't happen, it's once in two years. So you still, you know them, but it's never going to be the same like it is right now um, with sort of the people who you're working with. I don't know if I've answered your question, uh, but I've just sort of gone all around (laughs) and, Yes. As, as long as people was in that sentence, I think I just sort of said it. <laughs> yes, that's normal. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So it, it's pretty cool. I guess if I need to, you know, sum it up, I'd say you, you have these five years, you have these people around you, they're super nice, you get along with them. So just um, stick with them, enjoy it as much as you can, because uh, I'm pretty sure once these five years are done, um, you're probably not going to talk to each other much after that. Anyway. So. Okay, great. Yeah, rather depressing, yes. I know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 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 the truth of life. That's yeah, okay. I guess so. That's how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, so, so talking about people, like most of the people found you like really calm. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, is there something that which can really trigger you like, oh my god, I'm going to kill everyone, like something like this? Oh yeah. Um so I guess you've been talking to the wrong people. So <laughs> so um I um I get pretty weird, okay? Um, and I have a lot of these um, idiosyncratic tendencies. Um, so the thing is, like, if you're in the mess, my phone needs to be kept parallel to my plate. Uh-huh. If anyone touches that, <laughs> I get pissed. And I keep turning it back. And there are people who enjoy that so much, they'll deliberately turn my phone off. And I just need, it just needs to be parallel because it's so annoying. What is your phone doing if it's not perfectly parallel to your plate that's there and it's i don't know people just don't get that i don't know why maybe just something weird but i think it's super important having a phone that's parallel to your plate is essential while you're reading in the mess or don't keep your phone there at all like it's it's that simple so i i um so yeah i have a lot of these things so in the mess uh especially you remember that this you if i don't know it's been like six months since you've gone there but there's the small tables over there and we have chairs of different colors yeah if the if the colors of the chairs at the table are not the same, I get pissed. <laughs> I get annoyed, and uh, I have actually changed the colors on of these chairs just to um, you know make sure it's all normal. Um, there are times when people are sitting on these chairs, um, so I can't really tell them to get up. But I'm in half a mind to tell them, you know, get up. You're on the wrong color. So. So yeah, it's pretty weird. I I I do a lot of shit like this. So if you talk to anyone on my batch or the people who stay around me, they're going to tell you a lot more about it. Uh, but yeah, so it's kind of like an OCD five I put together. Yeah, it is. It is. I guess it is. Um, I should probably see someone about that. I guess, but it's cool. Yeah, I mean, we can have yeah. This is uh, oh my. You're like a Sheldon in real life. Yeah, except I'm not that smart, I guess. Maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah. The modesty in all of both years are it's kind of endearing. Yeah, it's it's just it's there, like it's high level. We're fifth years now, by the way. 
Just oh yeah, my so second years. I, I I keep doing that too all the time. It's like it took me quite some time to realize. It takes some time every year to realize that. It's just that you said it now, and I'm like, yeah, fourth years. And I'm like, wait, no, I'm doing my thesis. I'm in my fifth year. <laughs> so thank you when. Yeah, I remember the first time we met. Like you know, we saw yeah. you was like we had this enigma, the robotic. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. When they were talking about that, you came and you were like, we have all this fancy stuff which we use and. Yeah. You know, oh wow! Look at that. Fancy. I use the yeah. word fancy. We used to call you fancy, but yeah, for the longest time. Oh my yes, god! Yes, yeah. That's impression. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Um. So um. Another thing is, I say a lot of shit um uh, during these sessions. Um. Uh, I have little to no filter. Uh. When there are no professors around. uh and um so the thing is if there's someone from you know if there's a professor or something there or if there's a senior there I still I'm I'm still kind of um careful about what I say uh but um you know if it's just people who are like my juniors or something I I just I just lose it I just go out and I say the most random shit and I think that's going to be true of um every session I've ever taken with enigma the amount of bullshit that I would have said <laughs> you guys i think fancy is probably the smallest thing you guys have picked on because um if you guys had come i guess a couple of years earlier uh, you would have <laughs> i don't know what all i would have, i actually don't remember so i the thing is um just uh, coming to how i like to take sessions it's that i like to make it um you know as natural as possible uh, yeah. so it's it's important to do that because that's that's how i think that's what i think makes a good session you want someone talking to you if it's like all structured and nice it it just doesn't feel that natural it doesn't have that feel to it so the way i do it is i don't imagine a room of 100 people looking at me i just say you know this one guy there um, i'm talking to that one person and that's it and then which is why i say nonsense like that so okay <laughs> i mean it's an interesting take on presenting right like what i've heard is there are different ways of how people can there's the one side where they go yeah. very structured formal language and all of it yeah Mm-hmm. and then there's this other set which is you know which has been gaining popularity now it's being as natural and yeah. it's not even censoring your words it's using these words so that you can form that powerful connect with that yeah. person yeah or to people who are listening to you so that yeah they actually yeah, get so i i actually spent i guess some time trying to figure out what's the right way to make presentations and that's what i did in um college too because we had to make all these presentations for different courses So uh one thing i sort of realized is i fiddled around with how much you should prepare for a presentation and you know one time i said you know i i i you know i i talk nice it i i'm pretty cool i'll just you know not prepare i'll just go i'll just go there open my mouth say some amazing stuff and walk out and that was the shittiest presentation i'd given in my life because i had no clue what i was going to talk about so what i realized then is it's sort of important to also know what you're going to talk about like the different things you want to talk about but uh, what i realized is if you write every little thing down and say you know i'm going to talk about this in this way and then move to this thing and then this thing it it just makes it so rigid and unnatural it's yeah. like i'll i'd fall asleep if i uh, if i had to listen to me talking so that that's the key thing i do i so the thing is i should not fall asleep if i listen to myself uh-huh. <laughs> yeah that's the thing So yeah I guess uh, I so by the time I started taking um, the linear algebra course um, for when I started taking for that so I'd already taken a bunch of sessions for enigma um, and that was um, that was still kind of different um because um 
uh, it was it was just a bunch of uh, 50 60 people there were four or five of us over there it, it was fine it was just nice and then when it comes to this maths lecture um, when i'm saying stuff initially there were like 120 people and i'm like what's wrong with you all 120 of you showed up i mean what what were you thinking <laughs> and then it's like um so uh, plus it was being recorded which meant that any little mistake i make people mm-hmm. can go back and look at it over and over and over again so that made it really scary um and in between i forgot at one point of time that these lectures were being recorded and i went to talk to manisha mom about one thing and i just wanted you know just discuss how the last thing went she's like no don't worry i saw it it's recorded and like shit wait she watches those recordings now i need to be a little more careful about what i say in class i can't say absolute nonsense um <laughs> So um yeah uh, but i guess by that time it sort of uh, i sort of became more comfortable with um, talking to yeah. people and then by the end of the course when there were like 20 people left in that class it was pretty chill then because <laughs> that's cool i know how to talk to 20 people i actually regret not attending a lot of your classes i don't know why yeah, if no, you could have been yeah 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 i don't think many of them were very interesting so i tried doing it um you know keeping it uh, interesting in the beginning Uh, maybe till the midsum and then after that it's like i just had so many of these assignments that i piled up and we had to discuss those assignments so it's like you know what just just forget it. let's just discuss these assignments and get moving so towards the end i doubt they were um as nice um but yeah um so i had to also typeset the answers every time because i had to make slides because i couldn't write it so i uh-huh. i yeah i i sort of um, half written it like oh my god why did i take this course not to make these slides for these stupid kids and then <laughs> and then i had to do that so but yeah it was it was cool it was it was totally worth it um and, okay. and that was actually pretty nice you know at the end of the day okay. all right so so uh, one more thing that we got to know from people that you follow f1 very religiously i so, i follow what f1 f1 yeah 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 i do i do yeah there's a race today so, at 6 at 6:40 so you guys said 4 to 5 and i'm like cool i can watch the race Okay, great. <laughs> so, so why? Why everyone like what? Oh, okay. Um, so, so it's pretty interesting. Um, it's got nothing to do with AI or anything. Um, uh, it's just F one is pretty cool. Uh, it's um, it's like these cars are super fast. Like right? they go at like three forty kilometers an hour, and the technology that goes behind designing them, and the amount of people you actually need working together on a particular day. it's huge i mean you guys don't even realize how big these teams are um they have factories of people doing research um so it's it's bigger than any team sport you'll ever see so stuff like football and cricket you have your n people on the field you have maybe 20 people in the dressing room and that's pretty much it that sort of makes up the entire thing f1 is huge in terms of the teams that are taking part the amount of money that goes in it and you know just um it's just super fast the tech they use is super cool and so it started off uh with me not having a clue about how any of these things work and how like it doesn't make sense what what the hell is this and so then i'm like okay let's just watch races listen to what these commentators are saying and read more and then you know the more you read the more you watch it it's like fuck this is amazing and then i want to watch this more and more and then uh now it's gotten to a point where um i need to watch every race um and i was actually super disappointed about this uh when i went to germany um so i didn't really take care of the f1 calendar when i left when i booked my tickets because i just wanted to book them really fast uh, because you know they were getting expensive every minute um, and 
the weekend I left is the weekend of the F1 race in Germany. Oh. I was like, I missed it. it and the worst part is I couldn't even watch it because I was on a flight. And the German Grand Prix in 2019 was amazing. And I, I, so I land, I open my phone. I'm like, shit, what the hell happened here? And then it's like, <laughs> so that, that was one race. I mean, so forget about not being able to actually see it in person. I was like less than 100 kilometers from where the track actually is. Oh. I couldn't even watch it live. So that was quite disappointing. But yeah, F1 is, um, it's just amazing, isn't it? Yeah, F1 is awesome. <laughs> Who's your favorite driver now? And who, what's your favorite? What is uh, it? The team? Uh, yeah, team, team. Team. So, um, so all right, I think Red Bull is amazing. They have really good engineers. They have a team that runs really well. I mean, all those Mercedes fanboys can sort of go away. I mean, without a doubt, Mercedes is doing an amazing job. I mean, you can say whatever you want. You can say they make the races boring or whatever. I think the fact that they're able to consistently deliver I mean, it doesn't matter how bad the car is or whether the car suits their track or not. Hamilton's just going to come out there and belt a fast lap and then everyone's just left in the dust. So you have to give it to him. He's amazing. I don't, I'm not his biggest fan, but I mean, respect to that dude because he's just consistently been belting it weekend after weekend. And the number of mistakes they make is really small. But um, yeah, I really like Max Verstappen. Uh, he's just Max amazing. Exactly. Max yeah. Verstappen so good he is so good right and even in a red bull he's sitting and he's able to challenge these guys and he's like about as old as i am mm-hmm. and he's got like six seven f1 seasons under his belt and he's a and he drives really well it's um it's not like um you know he's lance troll or someone who's caught in in because his dad bought the team for him i mean it's uh, <laughs> i hate that kid but uh, <laughs> Verstappen is amazing. I, I think he's one of the best drivers um, on the grid. And um, maybe uh, once things get better, I'm really excited for these um, for the regulation changes that are coming in in 2022. The Red Bull's probably going to have an amazing car. And then we're going to start winning championships again. So that's going to be awesome. Yeah, for me, it it was Vettel in Red Bull for some reason. Oh my God, Vettel in Red Bull was amazing. Yeah, it's it's pretty much he was just doing what Hamilton's doing right now and. With that team, it was amazing. His consistency uh, there was it's 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 beautiful. amazing. It's 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 unfortunate. I mean, what Ferrari have done there. Yes. But I mean, um, let's see what Aston Martin holds for him in twenty twenty one. That's going to be cool. It's going to be interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was just out there having no idea because he does not follow F one. Oh, yes, okay, yes. okay. But yeah. Well, yeah, so um, the yeah, NBA it, is it, also it, going on right now. If you watch basketball, I do not. No, no okay. No. I follow <laughs> football. All right, the Premier League. I guess that's also started as well. I don't follow the. Pre- I used to follow uh this thing La Liga. Oh, okay. Ronaldo yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I'm not a Real Madrid fan. I'm a Ronaldo. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I get that. It's the same thing there also because Ronaldo was there in Real Madrid, and the, yeah, towards the end the team got so good. Yeah, yeah. And then he leaves and the team is just doing nothing. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's it's pretty bad. Um, but I, I guess that's another thing uh, with college. Um, what happened with our batch, at least, there were so many people who watch football. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess. Um, so, and it happens late at night, right? Uh, I mean, it's not um, in our time zone. But uh, so the number of people who'd sit in a room and sit and watch that game 
and then if something if it's a good game i mean good luck trying to sleep in the room next to them all right because it <laughs> so uh, there are a lot of people so i mean after one point you just say you know fuck it i'll also watch football <laughs> and then so that that I sort of our batch has not started this year i don't know for what reason but yeah. yeah i guess yeah you you guys weren't around for very very long right you had your first year that was nice and i guess you just had half of your uh, second semester yes yes and then yeah um, yeah Yeah, so yeah, it's pretty sad. Um, by yeah, the time we go back now, I mean, we'll get hopefully we'll get one semester in yeah. college. Yeah, yeah. And then after that, again, we get separate rooms and we go different ways again. Then. Oh, trust me, that's going to be nice. Um, you guys also stay three in a room. I do not know how you do that. I've been to some of your rooms. It's so packed. <laughs> it's like, ugh. um, so you can you can imagine right how my room used to be. It, it yes. everything is kept perfectly straight. there is a place for everything if someone picks something from my room i will know because i know where exactly each little thing goes so nothing changes and so now i can't imagine trying to do that with three people in the room because the number of times one of you guys is going to come on to my side and change things around i'm going to get pissed off so the thing is even if you come into i'm pretty sure if you enter our room Yeah, you give it one look and you'd be like, "I'm not entering that <laughs> in my life." Yes, yes. Oh my God! Things is common among all three of us. Yeah, we don't have straight lines at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm biggest diagonal. <laughs> We had the messiest room in the whole. I'm deep in the nineties. Like no assistance. The thing is, the thing is, it got progressive. So first day I yeah. come in, my so yeah. first day appearance allowed in, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, they didn't allow them in for you. Yeah. Okay. So like, okay. Yeah. Just to put the bed yeah. in, get stuff in. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. So my bed is all set up clean. I had, I had compart, like I had arranged it so well, like everything yeah. was arranged so well. Yeah. And it got progressively bad by that <laughs> because yeah. every day I come back. Okay. First off, it started by putting things in the chair. Uh-huh. And the chair yeah. gets so big, and then I have to clean this. You take it and you put it inside a cupboard. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, that's the worst yeah. I can get to. Yeah. And then starts all the trash which starts filling. <laughs> yeah. So just got progressively bad, and now yeah. that I think of it, six months yeah. at home, living in a place that's yeah. opposite to my room. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah, I I've seen a lot of rooms like that, but I think for me, um, I I used to keep it pretty clean. Uh, I thought the housekeeping oh. guys didn't come enough, so I used to sweep my room every two days on my own. and i'd sweep my roommate section as well because he wasn't going to do that and if i don't sweep that my my room then my entire room's going to get dirty so yeah i was pretty weird i still am so it was nice to have a single room you know where you know uh, so with single rooms it's not going to be that bad um it's actually better uh, because what you sort of get is that when you need you know your own space which people don't touch yeah. and it's called you have that but then you also have you know if you just want to go chill around with someone it's it's always there you can always go there we 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 spend half our times in each other's rooms uh doing um nonsense pretty much all the time so i mean we say we're working i mean we have an assignment you know we'll open our laptops up do that and then um we're sitting i guess one time we started figuring out the different ways to say stuff in different languages so our entire little board that we had was filled up with um, you know different languages and um Uh, basically trying to figure out the difference between tamil and malayalam or something i, I think that's what oh, okay uh, so uh, stuff like that so yeah so single rooms aren't going to be that bad they're going to be better than this um so, because you get to choose now when you want to be with people mm-hmm. and when you don't 
So uh-huh. that was the best thing. Yeah. Plus, I get to keep my room clean on my own. So, which is <laughs> I don't need to sweep two rooms and you sweep just one. I'm fine with that. It always reminds you the fact that even we had, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But we always kept everything required to keep the room neat. Like I think yeah. we had enough things to keep the room neat. Uh huh. Yeah, but yeah. still, still we had the coordination wasn't there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I I also keep those little spray bottles, you know, with Colin for dusting surfaces up. I have a separate cloth for cleaning stuff up. Oh my I mean, god! Yeah, um, I I I want to make sure my place is, uh, you know, neat. But my notebooks, okay, if you look at them, they're going to be a complete mess. And it, you guys have never seen me write stuff, right? But um, so there are people in my batch, you know, who'd want my notes for something. They try taking them. and they just give them back saying you know what we can't read the shit <laughs> because it makes absolutely no sense it is impossible people have tried decoding my rubbish uh, it it's just so badly written but yeah, i'm pretty happy look i wrote two sets of board exams so board examiners understood what i wrote i don't give a crap about <laughs> now about what people say about my handwriting it's cool you can read it. So, oh my god yeah that's <laughs> ोड and then i'm like what were we talking about it? oh i probably wrote this and then <laughs> so that's why i sort of figured oh, out what so yeah that that's one thing which i say it you know it's fine if it's not me it's okay it's allowed okay yeah <laughs> so, one question like not one mm-hmm. question i mean apart from the other 100 mm-hmm. questions you already asked yeah yeah uh, if you like say what is the one thing you spend you would spend most money on other than food Mm-hmm. Oh, when I was in college, any time like you right now. Let's say you right now. You yeah. want to spend money. What's the one thing you will? Wait. Let me let me give you a piece of advice. If if that's the sort of question you want to ask, don't ask that to someone who's planning to do a PhD who basically has no money with himself ever. Uh-huh. So for the next five years, I'm barely going to get paid compared to everyone else in my batch. I mean, so if you sort of look at the packages, you know that they show on their thing. Uh, I'm not even going to get paid half of that. So basically, any money I get, I'm going to pay rent. I'm going to pay for food. I'm going to put a little in a in a bank for savings, you know, in case something happens. And that's pretty much it. I don't have any more left after that. <laughs> okay. 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 So, no, that that's pretty much how it goes. Um, uh, when you so um, that happened uh, with this place at least. So when I went to Germany, mm. so the thing is, I couldn't find a place to rent. Um. and so the the amount of money i spent on rent was um about 6/7 of the amount that the that the scholarship program was paying me uh for a month so i was getting paid 750 euros a month and i paid 600 on rent because there was just no other place available to rent oh. so, so yeah that was probably okay. not a good choice in hindsight but it was cool i still managed uh, around there and i had to cook a lot of stuff um And trust me, you guys do not want to be around when I'm cooking. I don't know how I ate that crap, but I, I got better <laughs> over three months. But I do not cook. Uh, I I mean, the stuff I make is absolute rubbish. The amount of the amount of things I burnt. <laughs> 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 It was amazing. 
I said, you know what, weekend today, let's make dal. You know, I'm awesome because I can cook dal and shit. Would was, you like? Would you like put all these spice containers one after the other, and like oh, have yeah. the handles? Yeah, no. So I do that at home. Uh, if I if I do stuff, um, that's how it's going to be. Uh, but over there, I just took like two packets of what you'd need because you don't get spices over there as well, like for Indian stuff. Mm. Yeah, but they were pretty organized. It's yeah. <laughs> I, I know where everything is and I burnt that shit and I said okay I'm, I'll try it one more time I burnt it again and I never made dal again I have never tried since then it it's it's ridiculously hard man I mean I mean you'd think it's simple you know you make stuff up put it on a pan heat it up stir it around you, you'd expect that's pretty much all it takes right no. nope <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. That's something I'd probably pick up yeah. on, and I'd suggest you guys sort of figure out how to do it too because it does help. You know, if you can cook stuff and then it's nice. But uh, yeah, Neela, Neela is good at cooking. You know. Oh really? Shit. Okay. No, no, nice. I'm not good at it. I'm just start. I'm trying. My mom and I are like the survival skills. We had to do the same thing. You also. Yeah. 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 No, no. It's good. It's good that you're doing it. As long as you haven't burnt stuff, it's fine. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, so other than F one, do you watch anything like series or anime? Oh yeah, yeah, I do. I do watch a couple of um, television series. Um, so I watch Friends. Um, I was watching okay. Suits as well. Um, yeah. So it's the stuff like that. Yeah, I do do that. Um, so if anyone recommends anything, I do end up watching it at times. Uh, but yeah, I guess I do. So definitely, yeah. yeah. What about animes? Oh, anime? No, I think if you want to talk about anime, Hegde is the guy you need to talk to. <laughs> so uh, he's he's um, he's a really huge anime fan. Just uh, that's pretty much um, yeah. He talks about it a lot. Uh, but yeah, no, I haven't really watched um, a lot of anime. Maybe I used to watch Naruto as a kid, but that time it was still called a cartoon, and you know I didn't evolve into the stage of calling it an anime and stuff. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but uh, no, I'm not a big anime guy. So, so what are you currently watching? Right now, it's just uh, sort of going through suit when I get free. I mean, if I have some time. But um, mm-hmm. otherwise, um, yeah, I don't usually have a lot of time for that um, because um, um, after in all my wisdom, after taking TAing for the course for you guys, I said, you know what, let's do it again this semester. And then <laughs> so I'm doing that along with everything else. It it becomes pretty tight on time. Yeah. So the yeah. funny thing is, um, I wanted to actually do this uh, maybe sometime later in mid October, um, but but then I you guys sent an email and I forgot to reply. I thought I'd already replied, but then you sent a message like, oh, "Wait, didn't I reply to these guys telling them I do it later?" I'm like, "Shit, it's fine. <laughs> I'll do it right now." Then because you guys had already set everything up, yeah. so you want to change stuff. Yeah, more. yeah, I completely forgot to reply to your email. <laughs> That's. <laughs> it's fine it's sort of set uh, set an hour aside for this so so we are lucky somewhere yeah actually we are we actually you know we heard that you were busy and we knew you were busy yeah yeah we still give it another shot i don't know why we were we are just persistent idiots so yeah no no it's it's pretty cool it's nice um yeah i i'm not that busy i can make time if i really want to it's just um the busy is a nice excuse for stuff you don't want to do <laughs> definitely that's yeah. one thing college teaches you Yeah. <laughs> so, what is the big plan? Like, what is like, who is Ajitya Gulati going to be in 
40 years or like 30 years have you thought mm-hmm. that out or have you planned mm-hmm. that out yeah sure sure i definitely know what i'm <laughs> going to be um uh, sure <laughs> but no no um, i really don't um i really don't know um dear i just i just know one thing um which is that um i want to do stuff um uh, i want to work on something i mean i know i have to work on something i mean like i can't um you know fish or you know go around in the jungle so i can't essentially go live in the jungle so i need to live in the, um so i need to do some work so i'd rather be working on something i really enjoy and i really like um so which is pretty much been uh what's been driving me from uh, my first year right so i've jumped around a lot of areas gone through like mm, no this no this no i'll do this and so but essentially that's that's been the main driver um, i want to do things i enjoy mm-hmm. and that's like the most important thing for me because you know if you don't enjoy what you're doing then why are you doing it what's yeah. the point so so that's the thing so what am i going to be doing 30 years down the line i can i can probably paint a very nice picture and say you know what i want to be driving an f1 car maybe i want to go do this i want to go do that but uh, most of that's not going to happen um yeah it, it that's just one very simple thing i mean i want to have fun oh, that's pretty much it i want to like what i'm doing um what exactly that is i don't know um, that's going to change two years down the line i'm pretty sure and that'll change again two years after that but yeah. um as long as um i'm sort of happy uh doing what i'm doing uh it's cool uh, i can be doing whatever that that's okay that that's a great answer i think that's one of the something which we should all take in is what i believe like yeah i used to believe in having a structured plan all uh-huh. the way that yeah. you know you should have a plan at this age you should be doing this at this age you should be doing this yeah. i should be doing I got to college and I'm like dude that doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it, it, I guess it, I agree with you in some senses that it's important to know what you're doing because otherwise you're just going to keep floating around and mm-hmm. um so actually moving forward is going to be hard without a structured plan. So mm-hmm. but the thing is uh yeah, I can't have a plan for 30 years down the line. I mean that's just ridiculous. So the thing is you sort of pick something up and say so like maybe for 5 years from now I I want to make sure um, so like the thing is I want to be doing a PhD and that's what I'm applying for. Um so that's like my short term plan. But but why am I doing this? It's because I like it and that that's why I want to do it. So mm-hmm. it you need a mix of both these things. I mean without structure you're just going to sort of you know float around and um not probably mm-hmm. get much done. but um it you don't need to be too rigid with it i mean if if you if you're just stuck up in your ways that you know what i wanted to be tech i want to do this i want to do this i want to do this i mean you're you're never going to go anywhere if it's too rigid because things change and nothing's going to stay the same two years down the line yeah i mean that that's sort of what uh, 2020 also showed us right started off pretty well then we said hmm wildfires in australia that's somewhere far away nothing's going to bother us and then it just progressively and progressively kept getting worse and you had no clue what's happening exactly honestly you're not even sure if you're going to make it to the end of this you're not even sure if this thing's going to get published on time or not but the people are going to be alive to see it then <laughs> but yeah but that i guess is going to it's it's becoming a little extreme but the thing is you never really know what's going to happen so plans change yeah i mean that that's that no plan stays the same plans always change but despite that it's still important to have a plan because it, it it's kind of important keeps you focused i guess okay yeah so so uh, right currently right now what's one thing that's missing from your life like um i uh one thing right now is um 
and I, I I keep telling myself I need to work out and exercise and stuff because I've put on a load of weight uh, <laughs> since this lockdown started. I've become fat. And you guys can't see it right now on the video camera because I'm sitting down really nicely. But the thing is, I am I am super fat right now. So um, I joined the gym. I joined Cult. Um, I guess sometime last December. And I'm like you know what, I'm gonna go and stuff. And I did. I actually did make it there. Uh, I did sort of start getting more fit physically and um mm-hmm. and then you know once the lockdown started my sleep cycles gone off track i mean um i am so fat right now i'm embarrassed by it and <laughs> <laughs> so that those are two things i guess i really do want to sort of um figure out okay so, but uh i mean yeah i guess that's much that's really uh, not what you guys were looking for but i'm just going to leave it at that thing The thing is, yeah, we are not particularly looking for anything. That's the uh-huh. basic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, and uh, okay. So over this whole thing, what I noticed that you spoke about two things, which I found very useful. At least mm-hmm. how I take away from this would be uh, just about adapt adaptability and that time yeah. change. Yeah. So nobody comes to this conclusion directly. Like nobody knows. Nobody's like, okay, yeah. So how did you come to this conclusion how how do you think that's important that you know we stay adaptable to things and how times changing people changing everything yeah well my young friends the thing is as you grow older you gain experience and then time teaches you all these things i guess <laughs> uh just stuff like that um i don't know if there's any sort of real event that i can pick up on um mm-hmm. yeah but um yeah things things have been changing really fast um even with me so like the number of relatives i've had in the hospital and the amount of time i've spent in the hospital in the last year is it's uh, it's crazy uh, and you don't know i mean uh, you think everything's going fine and then suddenly you know something comes your way and you're like fuck how do you deal with this now how do you take care of that so things are going to change um i guess that's just um, you know maybe it's too cynical uh, maybe i'm like you know some things are actually good not everything is actually very bad um but yeah um when it comes to um you know just saying if there's any particular event that sort of taught me that um i don't think there is it's just a collection of everything you do together and that sort of adds up and it just comes out like that i don't i don't know okay. so so the thing with these sort of discussions is that the sort of insights you sort of get right um it i've probably not said these things to anyone ever before you ask me stuff and i'm like hmm let's see what's this what's a really nice answer i can give for that and then i probably uh, say something but yeah um yeah i don't think there's any single thing that um okay. sort of led to that yeah i guess yeah the point is that nothing is everything is never figured out Like, yeah, you, 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 yeah, you know, yeah. We can have everything that's gonna come. However old we grow, and like you know, initially yeah. think, you know our parents like you know they all they all mm-hmm. have it all figured out. But by yeah. now I'm reaching like twenty, and I'm like, how? I don't think they have it figured out at forty. No, yeah, sure I know. Do. Yeah, you you they make it look like they know what they're doing. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I I think um, Calvin and Hobbes is uh, another really nice comic strip that I like, and he has this one where he says, um, "I think the adults just pretend to know what they're doing; they really have no clue." And I think no yeah. one really has any clue about what they're doing. You, you just sort of figure it out as you go. We just get used to the fact that everything is never known, so just get yeah, on with yeah. it. Yeah, exactly, pretty much. And then when some guys come and ask you to do a podcast, you pretend to be all wise and give them all. <laughs> Guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much how it's going to be.
Yes. Yeah, so I think we have come to the end of our. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's fine. Okay. Well, this was cool. Um, you, we haven't really talked much, I guess, in college when we were there. Um, this is probably the first time we've actually sat for like an hour and. Yeah. 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 So that's that way. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Right. Uh, yeah. I guess at, uh, at the canteen um, at yes. night. Yeah. 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 That's, uh, but it's cool. It was fun. You guys are, you guys are fun people. It's cool. It's nice. Thank you. It's the only good thing that happened, you know, this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, so I I don't want to ask you how your courses are going then because you guys are in your second year now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, see, what I've heard is second years, like you know, when we speak to our senior, mm-hmm. yeah, they're like we do not have so much work. How much as you guys are having? Because yeah. like we have DMS a course, right? Mm-hmm. And DMS a course had their two exams. Okay. okay? For the yeah. full semester, and for yeah. each each exam, there are two options apparently. Like mm-hmm. you know. Best of one, like best of two, yeah. best of two yeah. for that. Yeah, we have five assignments for the whole right. semester. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, in terms with it takes time. Yeah, but um, um, Ashish's course was um one of the one of the nicer courses that I took in college. One of the best, probably. Um, it, it was yeah. super fun. Um, I love the way he teaches. And his assignments are also lovely. I mean, they're not easy. And that that's like yeah. the nicest part of it. You need to really sort of figure out how you're going to do this and get it done. So, um, yeah, but I think um, it's nice that he's giving you take-homes as well because the, the most interesting part I like about these sort of things is also discussing it with other people. One thing is figuring it out on your own. The other thing is when there are like two, three of you sitting together and you sort of, you know, it just sort of strikes. One guy says something and then you say another thing and the third guy builds up on these things to sort of get it. I, I, I think that's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. Uh, which doesn't happen in exams, right? Exams and you sort of sit yeah. and do the whole thing on your own. So, but yeah, that, that was, that was like a super nice course. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Uh, the data, the, this thing, not uh, data. I see D it's data now. Yeah, it's a discrete math. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, I don't think we are at that point where we're saying that we're enjoying yeah. <laughs> we actually know that we're doing courses we're doing better courses than first year like first yeah. year is like very gentle and stuff like that and just goes on yeah. and, goes. and then and then we come to second year and then first of all sitting at home yeah. and there's recorded lectures and there's live lectures and there's yeah. assignments along with recorded yeah. lectures and along with quizzes and along with tests yeah 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 it is uh it is pretty hectic i guess um and another thing is no one's really figured out um how much is yeah. enough because no one's um, actually had online sessions before yeah so all these profs are also figuring it out um, on the way as we go so they're figuring yeah. it out you're figuring it out and then it's a whole hectic mess right now it's, it's a mess it's a total mess at some point and um actually coming back to uh triple it and how they organize their course structure if you actually pick up other colleges um mm-hmm. i think triple it's course structure is much better um you go to any other place, their first year is filled with crap you're not going to use in your life. Okay, um, it's like there's a mechanical wood wood workshop, there's wood cutting workshop, and it's like cool. Okay, fine, that's there. I don't want to do that. Why would I want to do? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. My network's acting up a little again. So I guess um, that's probably my network telling me, you know, you have work to do. Go back and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. I think it's the end, right, Nilo? Do you have anything else? I think it is the end. Okay, great. So, 
So let's let's end this. I think it's fine. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Um, and feel free to call me anytime. Text me anytime. 